Hello and welcome to episode 296 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is March 14th, March 14th, 2022. I've been getting worse and worse at the intros. Um, almost 300 episodes in and, and I still <laughs> ride the struggle bus there. But uh, uh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, March 14th. Uh, yes. And uh, I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be McFlugel.com slash 296. And this is Get On Zero installment number 15. And welcome to the Get On Zero series, Max. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Thank you guys for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and I I appreciate your little username you put on Max Tractor. Yeah, a, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to um, <laughs> make the make the tractor uh, comments right in the beginning. Let's so let's so it doesn't have out. to cut off the conversation with a distracting exactly. tractor comment. Yeah, it's 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 a conversation enhancer. It is. It integrates very beautifully. We can we, we can uh, uh, throw that in several times during this conversation. So we'll add, right. We'll add it as we flow. Well, how are you guys been? This is good. I haven't I haven't been out for a while. It's yeah. We've been we've been chugging along. Um, One a week. I was just looking up. Yeah, yeah. I think you were. What episode were you? Uh, for the for the people to go back and. And link it in the show notes. Yeah, it is linked in the, in the show, show notes, notes, but I want to give, I want to give the number because it felt like it was not that long ago. I know, but yeah, uh, it doesn't. It feels it feels like yesterday, but I know it was a good year or so. I feel like uh, maybe episode, not episode two nineteen, and so that was. I mean, nineteen minus ninety six. You're at twenty seven. October twenty twenty was it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, we got some great beards, boys. <laughs> Good year and a half ago. That was that was pre mustache. Yeah, that was yeah, that was pre stash. You you look pretty good at Bitbox Boom with the stash, by the way. Well thank you. Thank you. You did. I was, it I was, was happy to show it off. It, it does right. take work. I will say some people can't pull off a stash. No no bowl, you, you can definitely you can definitely pull it off. Some people it comes in patchy. Sometimes it uh, uh it, it looks a little uneven. Uh it's a you, you have a nice clean I, seriously, I'm actually jealous because my dad has a nice one. <laughs> I tried to my, – mine is blonde, so it doesn't really work. But it's a nice – it feels a nice. I was worried because my beard is terrible. I, there's certain – like around my chops um, – not chops, like mutton chops, but like closer to my chin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chop area. It's, it's just totally bald there. So <laughs> my beard is terrible, so I was kind of worried. But – uh I was watching a Phillies game. It's almost been a year. I was watching the Phillies game in April, and a player on the other team gets up to bat, and I was watching. I'm like, that guy has an awesome mustache. I wish I could have one. And then I was like, well, wait. The only reason I don't have one is because I shaved that part of my face. Exactly. Now you do have one. So now I do. There you go. And a little tip for people if they don't know, even if you are patchy, Okay, for everybody listening out there, wants to grow a nice, thick, and healthy, full Manchu beard, you gotta Sharpies. let it grow. Sharpie <laughs> goes sharpie. <laughs> yes, a lots of black sharpies. <laughs> we need. Don't cut it for like. Don't cut it for like six or eight weeks. It looks horrible. You look like a caveman. Your girlfriend probably won't kiss you for a while. Your wife probably won't look at you. But let it get thick. Let it cross, and 
then do a nice trim. That's that's what I've heard, but I don't have the patience for that. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another reason for the mustache. There, there are multiple reasons for for the mustache, and one of them was to uh, keep away an ex in case she decided to ah, smart. try to come back. Yeah, I see, smart and, man. And, you know, it's it's worked it's extremely well. well since then. Yes, it's <laughs> like not only does it work, did it? it, 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 it never it worked too well on her. <laughs> yeah, it's worked on all women actually. Yeah, we need to flip so. that script. We need to uh, we we need to uh, get you in that nice uh, silk, you know, button down, and you know, get your chest hairs out a little bit. You know, get get these girls hey, looking at hey, you. Yeah. You know, you know. Well, there's 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 an unfortunate. I mentioned my canker oil, my chops. My chest hair is there's like six like Seven hairs. Pairs. Yeah, there you go. That's all and right. New slappy solution. We got sharpies. Sharpies. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll just like shave it off. The hair? I'll be you know shaving my face. Yeah, and just because it's just like one swipe of the razor down there, there. and then like two days later, it's exactly the same. No, like like long like just as long as it was before, and it's like what in the world? Do a time lapse on that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just like take a picture every morning at the same time in the mirror, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that good. would be. But um, yeah, I mean, this is this is what we brought you on for to talk about my facial hair and other other hairs on hairs. my body. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, I have but, half um, my chest shaved, by the way. Oh yeah, how you feeling, Slappy? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm in a sling. I'm good. I had surgery. I was gonna say, yeah, you had your, you had your, uh, you said it was knee surgery, was that right? Pec surgery, pec surgery, pectoral, pectoralis major, the chest. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah tore a tendon. Oh man! Well, as long as they gave yeah. you something good and uh, yeah. you're recovering well, you'll be Take all right. Of it. Yeah, we're getting back. We're fine. I did, I, I did flies today, and I did not tear a tendon. It's because you're stronger. Yep. Got got Definitely. that got that good good bones and good uh, <laughs> good muscle, right? <laughs> yeah, not 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 a small little weakling like Slappy. Yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's a strong. He's a strong. He's a strong grizzly bear. We all know that. <sighs> yes. Well, I'm a wounded one. Oh, that's funny. Well, I want to share with you guys what I've been at least. You know, I've heard you guys over the past many episodes. Yeah, it's Fetsky on. You got Laser Hoddle. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the plebs too that um, not many people know. But I think it's really important to, as as people have gone in, understood Bitcoin, went down the rabbit hole. Um, now you start to find ways how to stack more and to uh, essentially bleed the uh, starving system, um, you know, till it's dry. So I've, I've definitely been taking suggestions and from all of your past episodes. I believe this is number fifteen. Is that right? You said. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, past fourteen people definitely, uh, and, and same for you, uh, Raleigh. You you've definitely added some uh, good pointers and tips over the past few episodes. I'll, I'll be more than happy to share my tips and tricks as we get into it. Yeah, definitely. And, and 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 you mentioned the plebs, and I I think that's what's been really fun and something I wasn't really expecting was that there's been people that I never really knew on Twitter or maybe seem in passing, but like people you know, with low follower accounts and everything, and they hop on and talk about it. And they're like, they're really rock solid Bitcoiners who understand stuff really well. So it's really neat to see 
people that are kind of on the Twitter, Bitcoin Twitter sidelines, if you will. Yeah. Um, that are, that are really rock solid people. So it's nice to, to get surprised like that and, and to know that there's a lot more people out there than just the people that we see, like the, not, not, not there's anything wrong with the, you know, the bigger names per se, but that there's, there's growth outside of what we might normally, um, see in, in our, you know, social media circles. Yeah. It's real, right? The, these people, they're like us, right? You got wives and kids or, you know, Rallo, we're, you and I are the same. We're, we're single. We have a house, you know, so we can use that as an asset. Like it's, it's real examples of, of how people are using, you know, either, you know, heedlocks or, you know, credit cards or, you know, kind of floating themselves, you know, one way or another. It's, it's nice to hear just even the small pleb to say, Hey, I, I stretched myself an extra $125 worth of Bitcoin this week, you know, by saving in these areas. So um, it, it really shows light that even, even a small, you know, humble stacker can, can get on zero just like the big guys. Yeah. So why don't you go into like, tell us a little bit, you know, maybe what motivated you and, and what you're doing, what, what, what your strategy has been. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, get on zero path has been about two years in the making. I would say now, probably middle of 2020, uh, I was looking around, I especially got, um, some influence from, uh, Max Hillbrand when he went full Bitcoin back in, tw- I think it was August of 2019, I believe maybe July. Um, and you know, he got rid of the cell phone, got rid of, um, you know, any debit cards, credit cards that he was using. And strictly on Bitcoin, uh, as uh, for, for when you own assets and uh, you know either have families or again you know homes or businesses like that, it's kind of difficult to go fully off. But um, I have probably been on zero now in the during the process going into it, thinking about how to tackle it and seeing everybody finding their own path and niche. I think I've been doing this for about a year, year and a half. Now, so maybe right. about the end of 20, 2019, and really at the at the first part, I was um, frankly I was doing it horribly, and that would be um, I was I have my normal uh, weekly income, and I just convert that right into Bitcoin. Anytime that I need it now, at that time, Bitcoin was going up in price, so we hit the high of whatever it was sixty in April or so. Um, so it was doing your best to hold on. Uh, to that while still getting income. So what I mean, I was doing it wrong in the beginning was, hey, would you like to buy, you know, you know, as a friend, right? You no, know, hey, you want to, you know, give me a personal loan, right? Uh, for, you know, thousand bucks here or $500 there. And that was fine until you realize, well, there's better ways to do it. There's cheaper ways to get, um, you know, cash flow rather than to have something like uh, Unchained Capital, um, or a leaden uh, loan like that. Um, so after that, I started to really figure out how to um, just leverage my assets of what I've already had. Raleigh, you've spoken about this before. We we both own a home. So if you're fortunate to have a, um, a home, go and get a home equity uh, loan or, or even a line of credit. Go get a HELOC, um, see what your rates are. And I'm still in the process of doing uh, that at the time. Uh, but that's a great way to float, uh, your expenses. The numbers are simple, right? You know, just li- live below your means 
um, and, you know, try to float that little bit of expenses, you know, maybe a week or a couple of weeks before you, uh, you get some income. So it's just instantly converting it into Bitcoin for me. I'm an Azteco vendor, so I just buy um, Azteco vouchers uh, for my income for that, um, convert it into uh, Bitcoin or Lightning. If I have to pay any bills, I use something like Pay With Moon or when uh, the Bitcoin company's uh, debit card stuff comes out, I'll use something like that. But the third option that I've been using and relying more on is just general um, zero interest uh, credit card debt. I've done a really good job on a few of my cards. Um, I'll get to one. I'll, feel free to uh, interrupt me after this, but I'll get to another point that I think makes me a little bit different here. But if you can find a credit card that you paid off like every month and you pay 0% interest, I mean, that's the way to do it. Like I've paid off one of my cards three or four times in the past month. You know, strictly for business, so it's a little bit different. But uh, just simply by using those lines of credit that are offering you zero percent on on your interest, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a no brainer. Why would I go and get a unchained loan if I have the income, and if as long as I pay this off within sixty days, which is more than enough time, I don't pay any interest. So I, I literally have a free line of credit in a sense because I know that my income can pay uh, pay that uh, a credit card off. So it's it's really a unique situation where if you need to spend spend money, you got lightning. Boom, you can shoot it anywhere. If you need to, you know, have a little more private thing, fine, pay with moon or something like that. It's not even really private, but anything else, um, just kind of put it on my card or when I uh, do get all my paperwork done for the uh, home equity line of credit, um, I will I will float with that. But that's kind of been my my strategy. I've learned my lessons of by letting go of UTXOs and now just trying to retain them myself uh, without getting a, um, a loan against the Bitcoin itself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for, speaking of the HELOC, I would have done that a lot sooner, getting a home equity line of credit, even outside of how it was going to work with you know my Bitcoin strategy. Um, if I had realized what it was, like I didn't, when I finally understood what a HELOC was, I was like, wait, how is this? Wait, you're letting me do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I think it's just a slam dunk even before, you know, being on, on, on zero. Um, and I, I would have done it, done it sooner. Um, now I, I had also refinanced and took, took some cash out, um, to buy Bitcoin with, uh, when was that? Twenty ish. Um, yeah, it was right. It, it, it finalized. It completed right in in January twenty twenty. Because I remember I was going to be able to buy about ten Bitcoin. Um, or no, I uh, the the amount of Bitcoin I was I was going to buy originally versus what I ended up being able to buy was changed by about a factor of like. Eight to ten. Because oh, wow. That's how much the price. That's how much the price. Well, you went remember in twenty twenty, it was like thirty five hundred dollars at one point. Yeah, because yes, I started I, swing. We had a massive yeah. swing, and I started the process when Bitcoin was about. Uh, it was October of twenty nineteen. 
October or November of 2019. And by the time, you know, two months went by, yeah. <laughs> I shot up that much. Now, I, you know, it, it is what it is. You can't time the markets. And I'm, I'm happy that I have that, the Bitcoin that I, I was able to buy. And it wasn't a small amount. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Don't, don't try to time the market. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So when, when you say you're using the, the 0% interest credit cards, are you like, you're just, uh, you know, charging your card and then at the end of the next pay, uh, billing cycle, you just pay it off. Yeah. So is now again, it's, it's definitely different for everybody. Please go and do your own research, see what your own personal rates are, see what benefits actually come about by paying off your card in full three months in a row. You know, most cards actually charge you, you know, 20 some percent, some ridiculous, you know, APR. But if you, as long as you pay that off within a certain, you know, time frame, you should get it at zero. Meaning, so as long as you are living below your means, you know, and not leveraging yourself on, uh, you know, trying to, you know, uh, buy some more Bitcoin or, you know, to go 2x or something. Again, don't try to time the market. Um, see which cards offer um, those, those incentives. They might not explicitly say that, but um, as long as... Um, uh, I, I've paid off. I think let's say that you make a uh, for one of my cards, um, and the reason why I'm saying this is a little bit different because I am living on zero while scaling a startup. So there's a lot of very weird things um, with that I've, I've found. But as long as for one of my cards, let's say you buy something on March 1st, that bill is not technically due until May 1st technically speaking. So you have that 60 day runway to pay that off. So let me just stop you there just to explain this a little bit, right? So you're saying you buy on the first, then your statement comes at the end of the month, but they don't charge interest on that purchase until the next statement. Correct. So you have that whole next month to pay off that first per like if that's the only thing you put on there, whatever, you have that whole next month to pay before any interest is charged to you. Correct. I basically am giving myself, well, well, the, the, the card is giving me that extra 30 days to say, right. hey, you can, you can still pay this off with no interest so long as you pay it before yeah. this date. And, and frankly, I, I used to, I mean, what a swing that we have all taken here, right? I, I'm definitely in the same boat with you guys. Like I said, I, I listen religiously every, every uh, uh, Tuesday when you guys come out in the morning and it's, it's always been the same, um, you know, kind of the same thing. You're raised to, you know, get a good job, you know, pay off all your debts, you know, buy your home. And then we learn, you know, hey, you know, if, if the dollar is perpetually going down in value, you might as well keep stacking up all that debt <laughs> and paying off whatever minuscule interest that you have. Now, we are not big banks and have millions of dollars in property and stuff. Or, or in businesses. So we don't have access at the pleb level to 0% financing. Again, at the moment, I think the world is at, don't quote me on this, the world has got to be at 20 plus trillion dollars in negative yielding paper at the moment, negative yielding bonds. Um, you know, so that would be great if us plebs could have access to, to negative rates. We, unfortunately, we don't. So 
again, I would say the best is do what Rollo has done. Slappy, I don't know if you've done that or not. I'm still in the process for the HELOC, um, yeah. yeah for the HELOC. Get it. It's going to be three or five percent, whatever you're paying, probably even lower. Um, but if you can um, find those cards or find another, um, you know, unsecured loan, where honestly, regardless of the rate, as long as you can pay it off within a certain period that they don't charge you interest. Okay, now your only uh, limitation is, can you live within your means? Right? You don't don't get greedy and say, oh, right now is a great time to buy Bitcoin. I'm just gonna go buy an extra four or five grand on this card. Well, what if we slip down to the other side and it's only you only got 45 days? Ah, it's again, don't try to time the market. Just stay humble and keep stacking. But I, I found that um, with at least two of mine. It's it's worked out really well. It's that extra thirty days has given me a nice buffer to to get some extra income in, um, you know, pay off that, roll it over into the next next month. Say, pay your uh, pay your utilities or um, you know uh, maybe a larger bill. Um, it, it's it's really nice to have that extra thirty days of no interest. Yeah, and then you uh, you once you add that HELOC to it, now you're you're paying interest on that a little bit, but you can like still delay that so. Mm-hmm. It just it just gives you more and more of a, a buffer and a runway and 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 this is all you know. Remember, we all have Bitcoin. We all have like real savings, so it's not like we don't have exactly. resources to pay this off. It's just we're choosing to uh, to, to delay it because you know we over time Bitcoin's going to go off. So it's gonna it's to our benefit to to put off paying the fiat obligations down as long as we can. Yeah. Yeah. The nice thing with the HELOC is it's. Interest only. I mean, you're only required to pay back the interest for the first 10 years, at least online. Uh, yeah. So you could pay a little more to pay down the principal a little bit, but that's a very low payment. Well, and that's what's going to be beneficial to me because I just, uh, I liquidated my IRA, which wasn't a small amount and I bought Bitcoin with it and it, it worked out. I decided to do this at the end of the year. So I did half of it um, in December and then half of it the first the other half, the first business day of, of January. So I could delay that, uh, the capital gain and penalty on that until 2022. Right. So, um, but like, it's still each, each of these halves of the tax bills are going to be massive. Um, and so what I could do is, is sell the Bitcoin to pay it off. Um, when that comes down to it. Um, but having a HELOC, gives me the opportunity to just delay that payment even more. Like, like if I'm just paying interest for 10 years mm-hmm. on that, it's a lot better than having to liquidate, you know, a, a, a sizable chunk of Bitcoin. Um, and that's too, without assuming that I don't get a, uh, a payment plan from the IRS, which I'm going to pursue. So I, I might be able to like get a payment plan from the IRS where they let me pay, you know, monthly installments. And then I put that on the HELOC. So it's just, it's, it's these, uh, it, 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 it's funny. It's it's this like Rube Goldberg, um, yes, of, of delaying payments. And you just keep finding ways to 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 keep pushing it back more and more and more, and so you're able to you know let your Bitcoin appreciate more and more and more, and and you know assuming that Bitcoin's going to keep going up, um, you know the more that we can delay these obligations now, it means the, the more cheap Bitcoin we can buy. 
because I'd much rather like I did the calculation of uh, when it makes sense for me to to um, to pay down the HELOC for when I have to pay those uh, those tax bills versus you know keeping on the HELOC to buy Bitcoin um, based on the price I I bought that uh, Bitcoin when I when I liquidated the IRA. So it's like I think it's around like sixty five thousand dollars is where it makes sense for me to. Um, start paying down the HELOC instead of just, uh, you know, keep dumping it into Bitcoin a little bit. But uh, so, yeah, it, like it gives me an idea of like how I should strategize a little bit. Yeah, you, um, fi- you find your numbers. And wh- wh- while you were talking, um, it, it kind of clicked with me. You find your numbers in the same sense as you always want multiple uh, cash cash flow streams coming in, right? You always want a residual. Wait, you know, wouldn't it be great if I had something that pays me hundred bucks a day, thousand bucks a day? It's in the same sense that, in short, as long as you can pay all of your debts, I mean, it's just very basic, you know, common sense here. But in the in the devil dirty details, you you have all these separate little silos of you know a a $40 a month, you know, interest only bill here, or, you know, you know, okay, you, you pay, you know, two ninety nine dollars a month on, on this loan or something, <laughs> you know, our, our, probably our grandparents are rolling in their grave, right. You know, seeing all these, you know, oh my gosh, you guys are stacking up all this debt. No one, lo and behold, you have that stack of Bitcoin that, you know, let's say that you get that call, fine. You can liquidate everything and, um, you know, you, you, you have all your debts paid, but it's almost as if you need, you know, in the same sense, you have those multiple cash flow streams in the equal and opposite manner. You just have those small little, um, you know, uh, debt expenses, if you will, that you just properly manage. Again, somebody that is unexperienced or that is uh, irrational in their spending habits and behavior, you can very easily spiral out of that uh, uh, quite quickly. But um, that's the power of Bitcoin, right? It, it turns you into more of a, um, uh, a more uh, rational thinker and a long-term uh, hodler of both resources and, of course, sets. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, uh, you, I mean, you've been repeating it a lot, and and for good reason. It's like it, you have to live within your means. If you treat, you know, lines of credit as an opportunity to be like, oh, well, I can do Max all this amount. fancy stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to have a bad time. Well, and that's why, I mean, this goes without saying, but if you're buying Bitcoin with it, I mean, worst case scenario, you can sell some Bitcoin. Right. You know, when you're going going on a vacation, you can't sell that back. Yeah, exactly. That's the nice thing. If somebody is, you know, crazy enough to, you know, max out a $10,000 card or, you know, take out a, a loan, for 10 grand you buy more bitcoin fine guess what you you know you did everything uh right but okay the moment that it starts to slip and you have that bill that gets paid i hate to see a pleb get put in that position where man i got it you know bitcoin dropped by a thousand and now i gotta go pay this so i only have ninety two hundred dollars of bitcoin left right it's just mm-hmm. not a not a good scenario to be in the other thing not to keep going back to the HELOC, because I know not everybody has that at their disposal. It is incredible at how tax-friendly 
just real estate is as itself. So anytime that you, you know, uh, uh, you go and buy a separate, um, you know, say you want to scale and you want to buy a rental property or something, or you just want to go and get a second line of, you know, a, a, a second mortgage or something, borrowing against your own property is massive tax benefits that you could offset in so many different creative ways. I've been so deep into Bitcoin the past five to seven years that I've I've not forgotten about how legacy system works per se, but um, it's it's reinvigorating a light uh, of how the rich constantly get richer um, outside of the the Bitcoin system, knowing full well that right all that's going to blow up eventually, but the market can stay irrational longer than most can stay solvent. So, you know, you do have to keep keep that in play. But if you do uh, have a, uh, you know, a, a piece of property or um, something of a more tangible asset, uh, definitely borrow against it. Um, it, it because not, not only do you have that extra liquidity we've been talking about before and in past episodes, but down the line, there's a lot more uh, tax-friendly uh, you know, it, uh, maneuvers um, that your accountant can, you know, dance around, if you will. But make sure you talk with your own accountant on that. I am not a professional at all. I'm simple pleb trying to stack more sets. So <laughs> please consult with your own accountant. No, nah, that's that's all. Uh, that's all good advice. Uh, you mentioned uh, that you had something also that was a little bit different of a strategy. Yeah, so because, and I don't think anybody has talked about this yet, um, because I am scaling um, a business, more specifically a hardware um, uh, startup, um, I have been uh, kind of figuring out how to use um, the company's sats more more in a friendlier um, uh, leverage way, if you will. Um, I, I'm, I'm blessed again to be integrated, unfortunately, in some cases, but, um, to be integrated into the banking system. Again, you have your house property, blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the the little different thing is when you own a business, um, again, same thing, you can get business lines of credit, but I'm trying to not pay any, um, capital gains or any type of, uh, spending tax if I go and um, use my Bitcoin for, uh, for for purchasing hardware. So uh, um, in short, uh, for those that don't know, I run uh, Eden 3D. It's a uh, hardware and Eden, or it's a uh, 3D printer uh, startup and hardware company. Um, now I have spent uh, uh, Bitcoin for hardware in the past on this, no different than miners. So um, that explicit UTXO, um, it was very easy or very simply um, uh, moved between wallets and it was very transparent to see when my purchase price was um, and sale price. But going back to trying to reduce my capital um, capital gains um, expense. Now, fortunately for all of us, we've pretty much been starting on zero. Uh, at the top of you know the Bitcoin price, so it's it's just been going perpetually down since whatever uh, back in October, November, uh, most people started, so or April, whenever that was. So what it, it's kind of a similar strategy that I've been um, using, 
but my, my goal is a little bit different. So I'm essentially using lightning as a personal line of credit, if you will. And I have channels open to, you know, various uh, peers, one of which is pay with moon. I know we've talked before about pay with moon on the show. They're a, a debit card platform company that you can pay sats with in the States. They're not available outside. Um, I believe the Bitcoin company will have something um, for international users, but we'll, we'll stay tuned for that. Uh, but essentially what I've been doing is opening up a channel and spending, spending that Bitcoin. Okay. Now, because this is a Bitcoin business, I am also getting lightning as income. Okay. But from a taxing, from, from a taxable perspective, now, now, yes, again, I have a, uh, I have a line of credit for the business. Uh, you know, we have our own cards and stuff like that. So I'm using all those normal strategies for the stuff that I've either, uh, hit my limits on my cards, which it's never fun. But, um, if there's other things that I need to buy either with Bitcoin or, um, it's just faster for me to use, um, you know, pay with moon. I know that's kind of ironic. What I found is just for the structure of lightning. So long as you open up that lightning channel or somebody opens it up with you, that's their UTXO or that's your UTXO. You are the initiating channel. Okay. I don't mean to get super technical here, but a little is needed. Mm -hmm. So long as that channel remains open, we have no idea what's going on on the spending side. Right? So technically speaking, um, from a taxable perspective, you have never spent that UTXO because the line of credit is still open. Technically, let's say, you know, Max and Rallo have a channel open. Max opens up a 10 million set channel and say I make a million set payment to um, um, uh, uh, mugs. Give me the name of the mugs. Let's chill it right now. Liberty, Liberty mugs. mugs. Please go to libertymugs.com and purchase your purchase your tractor uh, mug, um, uh, please. We'll give, a, uh, we'll give a discount code at the end. Um, the, technically speaking, that, that line of channel or that line of credit, if you will, as a channel is still open. So technically speaking, from a taxable perspective, now again, I'm not an accountant, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer on any of this stuff. This is just conversations with our um, Columbus, Ohio meetup. Um, and a couple of the guys at um, River uh, Financial. Again, this is not at all coming from their words, uh, words of mouth. This is strictly um, uh, our own interpretation of this. Um, and it's a very gray area at the moment. So please, please do your own research here. But we're, we're finding that this is working. So as long as that channel has remained open, and therefore, let's say we want to close that down, Please, please, if you do not want to incur any capital gain or loss, do your best to rebalance that channel back to the initiator's balance, right? So say I opened up that channel, I would rebalance that 1 million sats back to my wallet from a different channel, and then therefore we would close that one. So technically speaking, in a very technical sense here, that my UTXO 
went into this two of two multi-sig. It was there for two, three, four, five weeks, two years, 10 years, whatever it is. And then 9,999,000 sets minus your mining fee went back into this wallet. So what technically happened here on the Lightning Network was I simply spent through one of those live line of credits and I have rebalanced that of which I've just spent through that channel into something else. So in a sense, you're basically passing the buck down to another channel, right? The sets are still gone, right? But when you receive that income, that is obviously paid, right? That fill up a channel from somewhere. And then now you've rebalanced that back to the bill that you have just paid. So while you still do need to pay whatever sales tax on the product that you just sold or any other um, uh, uh, taxable um, expenditures through a sale or a spend would be, the gain or loss itself from that UTXO has never actually left your possession. You have just used it. Now, this is still, again, a very heavy gray area. Um, so I, I, you know, I could be very wrong here. This could all, this could technically still be a sale, but um, th this is what we were kind of thinking because this was brought up on, all right, guys, how are we going to account for our taxes for our lightning channels? And we all basically just decided for all these rings of fire that, that uh, I've gone on with all these different meetups, we're, we go, well, it's basically still in our possession. There's nothing that we can do about it, re regardless of which side the sets are balanced on. Once the channel closes, then that is final settlement. So let's say, you know, you open up the channel, I do a spend of Liberty mugs, and then, you know, let's say the channel closes. Well, guess what? Now you do need to go and, you know, make a gain or loss for that 1 million that you just spent because you've only received nine or eight million nine hundred whatever back into that wallet so right. it, it's still a again it's still technically a gray area but as a bitcoin business it is a interesting tool to be playing with to basically give yourself um uh, again open up a channel it's just a line of credit basically you can go up to 100 percent so long as you can pay that off through another um another channel it, it helps when you accept uh, Bitcoin for your product. So that, that that's a that, that's a unique strategy, probably not for most people. For for us at the time being, it's it's definitely working out in a in a crunch time. Yeah, I would imagine that would require a lot of hands on watching and management. And because I guess if you let's say uh, you open up a, a channel to me and um, you know you spend all of it through that channel and then I close the channel because I don't know what you're doing. And exactly. You know, um, and then you're like, well, so I guess you would have to like rebalance that channel kind of periodically to just to make sure that you're, you know, well, you're caught, you're bringing up some of the big issues here. And I'll tell you one that I, I got caught in um, a couple weeks ago. Not a big deal, but exactly that scenario. So the first problem is one, all right, first of all, this is a hot wallet, right? We're, we're now dealing with all the normal lightning problems that we have. This is simply just coming from a Bitcoin, um, a, a very small Bitcoin business. I'm definitely not big time or anything um, and still trying to you know, figure out the kinks and 
uh, use the tech that we're all preaching about, right? So the first problem is, again, it's a hot wallet. The second problem is, whether you like it or not, Lightning is, is a trusted network. So I have to trust that Rollo is not going to close the channel on me. And especially in this scenario, right, for somebody knowing that that's what you're using them for, right, well, then that's even more of a reason for, for them to you know, remain online. Because if, if, if you close, now you're the one that's incurring those you know, capital gains or losses. So and then the third issue is exactly to your, to your final point. If your channel is too far in the extreme of the um, uh, um, unbalanced um, uh, uh, channel management, you're looking at that going, well, hey, I got 4 million sets sitting on this 5 million set channel, and it's been like this for two weeks. I'm just going to close it. There's been no activity. You know, so that goes reinforces the second part. So the problem that I had was uh, through a friend I had upgraded uh, on one of my Raspberry Blitz. Um, I had a channel close. I think it was a software bug, so it's working out the kinks. Um, but technically speaking, um, that would have been a, a, a capital gain uh, for me that I would have had to account for. Luckily, it was his uh, channel. So, uh, or I'm sorry, he initiated the channel. So uh, we just reopened. And this was on a personal one, not on the business one. But still, um, th- there is a lot of risk um, in this. One, it's a hot wallet. Two, you need a trusted peer. And three, the incentive structure of that channel itself, of that line of credit, needs to heavily be in your favor with untrusted uh, peers, as you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an interesting, definitely an interesting strategy. Um risky and, though and like yeah yeah um so do you like i guess another risk there too is if people route through that channel um i guess you can make it a private channel or um at least make the route can can you have individual channels have different routing fees uh yes all- no okay. it's all different so so that's a great way to throttle your routes um really simply again this is uh, just a line of credit. And the whole reason why the network exists is for other people to get a payment to somebody else. Therefore, you can get paid for being one of those routes. Very simply, you want a lot of routes, charge no fees. You want zero routes, charge two Bitcoin to get into your channel. That's simple. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I've, I've played around with the fee structures on that. For the routes that I am receiving for, for you know, things that are coming in, I like those low. If I know that I have these certain peers that I'm only paying in Bitcoin or I'm using it as you know a tool to pay certain expenses like that, those particular channels I will have uh, set at a higher fee just so I know that, all right, I know that this person is not going to close. We already talked about what I'm doing here. It's, it's clearly unbalanced. Um, I know I'm going to go pay this bill you know, through that person. Um, you know, and then as this next payment comes in, here, whatever parts get delivered, then that's just going to go back there and then automatically rebalance. Now, again, it, it is a lot more time in your channel management, and there is a lot of natural risks that are associated just for how the protocol works. But as kind of a backup, backup without having a HELOC yet, um, 
I find this strategy very interesting and I would like to continue to figure out better ways to, to use that. But if you don't have to risk your sets for anything, don't even do it. And I'm glad to hear that you have not been using pay with moon as regularly as you once were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, but I think these, all these strategies are interesting and, and they're worth talking about and exploring because, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a unique position because I'm, I'm, you know, a unique person and everyone is a, is a unique person in their own unique. You're position, special. So. You're, you're special. Ronald, yes. right? That's what I'm trying to say is I'm, a, I'm a special person, but no, like we, we all, we're, we're all unique and we all have different situations. And so what, you know, the strategies I use might not be the strategy that someone else has, can use. Uh, and so like, this is, this is what this podcast series is all about is brainstorming ideas and getting creative. I, I you know, I would have never thought about um, doing what you just said with the lightning network there. Right. Um, and it's the first I've ever heard someone talking about doing that kind of thing uh, because you're probably, you're the first person that has a, you know, an actual real business um, that's on Bitcoin. It's talking about, I mean, we have, you know, Liberty mugs and stuff, but, and we're, we're, you know, we only accept Bitcoin on that, but that's just kind of like a, a fortune 600. Little, we didn't make the five. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. But, yeah. But, but on that, like our, one of the criticisms I've heard about get on zero is like, well, if you're running a business, then it's just like, you can't really be on zero. Have you been running your business on zero? I have not. Now okay. I, I wish I could be 110% on zero, but just for how the whole point of a business in today's world is not the natural incentive of producing assets and providing value in the world. It needs, we're, we're all getting back to that. And I think that's why Bitcoin is the driving force of this change throughout the world, most especially in the you know corporate world and how people, um, you know, uh, 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 spend their time and, and receive value uh, for that. But th this lightning thing I'm only using, you know, in backup situations or, uh, if I'm just curious if I want to play around with something, but most of the time, you know, 70% of the time I'm using my other strategies before I have a business loan. I can go and pull from, I, I'm sorry, I have, a, I have a business line of credit. I can go and pull from the line of credit. I have my business uh, credit cards themselves. I, you know, like I said, I've been using that. You pay 0% interest, uh, at least in my situation. So if I can pay something off in 59 days, well, then I pay zero interest. It's a, it's a win-win. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm buying hardware for the uh, company anywhere. I'm paying people's uh, salaries anyway at that point. So um, the, the, the lightning portion I, I'm finding is very, very interesting. But again, you are still putting your sets on a hot wallet. There are risks associated, uh, you know, as what we said. So, you know, just please be careful, you know, with, with any, any time that you are, you know, putting your sets on the line for, for, for that type of stuff. But overall, I, I would love to be in the uh, situation that Noddle is in. I, you guys definitely need to reach out to, um, you know, Keto Miner um, and the guys over at Noddle because uh, they have run a Bitcoin-only business, I believe, since 2018. So I'd be curious to see more in-depth yeah. at how they have been operating their mm -hmm. Bitcoin business selling the Noddles um, from France. I believe that they're actually starting to accept uh, um, fiat 
just for simplicity's sake, but it is kind of hard to go and pay um, either your, you know, your quarterly um, stuff. Uh, you know, your business lines are only so much um, and, and you're only, you're, 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 you're not maxed out per se all the time, but um, uh, you're using that, at least for me, I'm using the lines of credit for, for um, hardware and product delivery. Um, and then just, you know, taking whatever dollars that I am receiving on that and then paying, uh, paying whatever den- dollar denominated bills um, that I owe. But it, it definitely is different being a, being uh, uh, a, a regular reporting, you know, uh, LLC or, or a C Corp. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, not a would be, that would be interesting to get, get a business on here to talk about how they, how they do it more. Um, I, I, I've been meaning, and there's someone that, uh, has been on the show and wants to come back and talk about how I run Liberty mugs. Um, I should do that because I do, we do only accept Bitcoin and, um, yeah, it it creates a little, some interesting things. It'd be good for Slappy to know how I run our business. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) That would, that would be a good interview. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the first interview, right? Just sit down. <laughs> just you and Slappy go over. All right, this is how I've been running this shit for the past five six years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, you owe this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but we, I, we've act, it, it, it's Liberty Mugs has actually done really well because there's a couple people like way early on that bought some stuff with Bitcoin, and you know fact that you know it's it's like the i'd have to go back and look there's probably some some mugs that were like you know a million sats someone spent on a mug or something yep um and that's why you don't spend your sats yeah that's yeah. why you do spend them at liberty mugs. At that's why com. <laughs> so for the so I, I i don't know if i even still have it up there i might have i might have transferred it over to to um the bitcoin trickle thing but uh i had a thing on uh, mcflua.com where it was like a bunch of useful like bitcoin stuff and it was like all right here's bitcoin podcast here's bitcoin books to read Here's some places to buy Bitcoin. Here's some Bitcoin wallets. And then it was, how do, where do I spend Bitcoin? Or how do I spend Bitcoin? And I think the only link there was libertymugs.com. Mm-hmm. The only place you <laughs> spend your Bitcoin. <laughs> so the, only <laughs> the only place that will take your sets and we'll, we'll take it with yeah, a smile on yeah. our face. Yep, yep, yep. The only, yes, yeah, the only acceptable pure way is to send your Bitcoin to me. Is uh, <laughs> Although now, you know, now with, uh, you know, with being on zero, I mean, spend away. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but, um, so I am curious. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to, I was going to transition a little bit, but if you had a question, yeah, I had, I we're going to have something to say. I'm just curious from you guys, from all these, uh, uh, different interviews you have done so far, what is the biggest takeaway or, or um, I guess, biggest headwind that you've noticed people uh, have succeeded with or find the most struggle on? Is it like paying your mortgage um, and living on, you know, zero fiat? Um, is it just the initial zero to one, you know, kind of saying, hey, how do I do this right? I, you know, I liquidated my IRA. I got rid of my savings. Now what do I do? Do I go on level? 
you know, I know you guys are on, you know, um, on that. I know a couple of other people that have been using that. I'm just curious, what have you noticed um, over the past past episodes, the the biggest success and the biggest hindrance uh, for somebody to get into getting on zero? That's a good question. That is a good um, question. Because everyone I we've think, had is pretty like pretty much on board. Yeah, I, I think the biggest hindrance that I've heard from people um, is getting their wife on board. I've I've spoken to a number of people that were like, "I love the idea, I'm all in for it," but my wife's not there, um, which I think that's a good excuse. Yes. Or, or not, not, I don't want to say excuse, a good reason. Um, because you, you know, while money is important, um, your marriage is more important. Yeah. It's a team <laughs> yeah. sport. You, yeah. You know, right. slappy. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think that's, and, and, and that's not, ever, I think for more generally though, um, I think it's just not quite wrapping your head around what it is like i think for 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 better or for worse get on zero was originally billed as you know uh convert your entire paycheck into bitcoin and sell bitcoin to to pay off your obligations and everything and that's certainly fine if that's what your strategy is but like you don't have to do it that way the idea is just like minimizing um as absolutely as much as you can uh, how long you're holding fiat for. So for a while, part of my strategy, my strategy was like, all right, I'm going to, uh, you know, use the HELOC and the credit card and delay paying, paying that off until, you know, the paycheck lines up. And then when I get paid, I pay off those, those fiat obligations and the rest goes into Bitcoin. Um, it's, it's like that. And that's fine. Like it's everyone's, like I was saying before, everyone's unique. Everyone's got their different situations. Um, you know, it, it makes that, that way makes it, you don't have to incur capital gain ever, which makes your taxes easier. I don't think you're necessarily getting like having to pay capital gains is, is, is like a bad thing in the sense that you're losing, losing money. Um, it's it's whatever you're comfortable with, whatever yes. lines up yes. with you. Um, I'd say the biggest like success though is just like the mindset change and the yeah. way that people have become freer. Um, and that like I'll speak for myself, but it's it's kind of a very similar thing that a lot of people have have said. Like you get you want to create more. It's it's less about being like oh what can I cut out of my life. And, and there's certainly things that you want to cut out of your, you know, maybe wasteful or, or bad habits. Um, but it's more like, all right, because now Bitcoin is my money. Like I value money differently. And like this idea that like, I don't want to spend my money as much or like, if I'm going to spend my money, it really makes me, it's, it's gotta be something good. It's gotta be something that, yes. that um, I'm really getting value out of. And so that like on the flip side too, it's like, all right, well, why am I getting Bitcoin? Like I better be valuable. I better be producing value for people in order for me to, to get more Bitcoin. So it motivates you uh, to become more productive. Um, but also I'm, I'm spending more on certain things, actually. 
um, like food. I Everybody am willing is. to. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but even before that, like I I, I'm now mean. motivated. I'm buying like higher quality food. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm more willing to um, you know, spend a little bit more to make sure that what I'm putting into my body is actually healthy and not just like this garbage fiat junk that they're that they cut with all sorts of garbage in order for your your dollar to stretch further. Um like in the long run, that's that's not good for me. So I'd rather, or just like I, I want to buy. Like, so Slappy and I are are, buy, are splitting a cow, and we just got the email. Nice. Uh, we just got the email, like, "Hey, how? Tell us how you want your cow all cut up." Um, and so I'm, I'm buying a twenty cubic foot freezer, and I'm spending a lot of money on it because I don't want to buy a piece of junk. I'd rather spend the money right now, and a little bit more than have to buy another one again in five years when, when a cheap one breaks and then in the long run end up spending more time having more frustration and, and pain and suffering as a result of that because I, I have had a freezer die on me. It's not, it's, it's terrible. Yes, <laughs> fortunately, it is. I didn't ha- it Especially was, it when was you a have small a whole freezer. lot of beef in there. Yeah, fortunately it was a small freezer and didn't have all that much in it, but like it was, it was destroyed. Um, yeah, all the because food is, like, it, you know, soft and, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. So, so like your, your, your spending habits and your whole mindset changes mm-hmm. and, and it like, you're just better off because, you know, trying to save money and, and nickel, nickel and diamond and, but like spending and, and buying something that's just cheap crap. Like that's not, that's not making it a better life. It just causes you more hassles and, and ends up, everything ends up being more expensive in the long run. Um, so that's, that's kind of, uh, my, my view of the good and bad slappy. Do you have a, yeah, no, I kind of I'll echo Rallo in that the mindset changes by far. I mean, what, what Rallo just said, I totally agree. The one thing that really stuck out to me is when you're on Bitcoin, your money is Bitcoin. You think in terms of Bitcoin and us dollars, the legacy system becomes a, a Bitcoin payment route and you kind of use it that way. It's instead of. You know, even the whole time I've been in Bitcoin, you think of dollars as money and Bitcoin's this thing I'm holding and saving. And so, but then once you get all in on Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the money in, you know, in your, um, in your mind anyway, maybe. <laughs> um, and then you're using the dollars as a payment route for your Bitcoin because all your money is Bitcoin. Um, and that kind of mindset shift changes everything and gets you to that point where, where Rallo is talking about. So that's my, my, I think my biggest uh, takeaway or cha- how it changes the mindset um, in terms of the, the difficulties getting on um, for me, my biggest difficulty has been just, we have a family, we have four kids, we have another one on the way. So uh, congratulations. Look at you. that. Yeah. So we'll have five, five little Bitcoiners running around shortly. Let's go make some more. Um, Sneak a six one in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, to all you Eagles fans out there, I'm have I'm, I'm excited for this one. Cause number five will always love you. And uh, if you're an <laughs> Eagles fan, you get that. Um, I'm as far as the kids go, I'm, I'm on zero. Yeah. You're I'm on so zero. Pure. You're on zero. Yeah. You're on zero. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Unless the ones I don't know about, but you know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so with that though, 
you know, my wife does the grocery shop. My wife, um, she works, but she's a, she's a homemaker. So she's busy, you know, all day, every day with these kids, driving them back and forth to school and taking care of the younger ones. Um, but she's out on the road. She needs gas. She needs groceries. She does all that. And uh, so we, we keep a cash balance in there because um, she doesn't know. She's not she's on board. She has no problem with us putting our money uh, into Bitcoin. She gets it. She hears it. She's, uh, you know, she listens to the Tom Woods show. She listens to the Rattle and Slappy show sometimes. And uh, she's on board, but she doesn't know how to really use Bitcoin. So if I was to die right now, I mean, we would have to, unfortunately, trust Rollo to uh, get her the money. Um, and he could probably run off with it if he wants. But uh, but I do trust Rollo. So that's that's kind of the, the plan there. Um, but with that, so she's not in and out of Bitcoin operating with Bitcoin. She's working with our with our dollars and our our, uh, our our checking account with the balance we have in there. So, but she knows the budget and keeps it in there. But that so the tough thing anyway is like the bills. Like she has bills. Um, yes, she has things to pay, and a lot of them are set up to auto pay. And so we're slowly going through kind of consolidating them and getting rid of what we can get rid of and uh getting them as small as possible um but and yeah, most important most importantly though so i didn't mean to interrupt you right on no, the no. end but the, the most important thing what you just said in the beginning of that though is she's taking care of the family as long as she's living within that budget right you give yourself that i don't know what it is you know that little buffer you know maybe the kids want something or you know you guys want to go do something for the yeah. weekend right you have that baked in there but it's not her, at least in my mind, again, I'm not married, no kids, but at least in my mind, it's not her job to know the ins and outs of, okay, you know, I, I know I have this bill due at this time. Can I go and <laughs> rebalance my lightning channel and play, pay this pay with Moonbeam, <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Like, come on. Exactly. You know, like she doesn't know, have hey. to worry about it. She doesn't worry about it. She doesn't. Exactly. So we just have to make sure the budget's there, the money's there, and she goes and does, does her thing. Well, yeah. once once some of the the Bitcoin native banking services start to roll out some things like Level with their their yes. V two with you know automatically converting in and out of Bitcoin, um, yeah, for ACH transfers and stuff. I mean, easy. that's that's that's, gonna be very, that's the game changer. That's big. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really huge. That just say that's you know reduces so much friction in the system already. We're we're getting there. You could see the light at the end of the tunnel. But for somebody coming in, right, you know, slapping in your your wife's situation there, she could do it, but it's probably a pain in the ass to do a couple steps here or there, do some mental, you know, you know, math or something really just really quickly. But yeah, yeah the the yeah, once you get the ACH, oh man, it's it's a it's a game changer for sure. Well, and, and too, it's like and in defense of, of you, Slappy, like heaven forbid something happens to you, like you don't want all of the stress of your wife learning a new monetary system while she's dealing with everything else. Like it would, it's just, it would be a terrible thing to, to set her up with. Like you, you would want to have a, you know, make sure that, you know, you're, you're in a position where she can manage it on her own, you know, yeah. while you, while, you know, that, that it's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, who regardless of who's managing it. And the other thing, well, 
I also do have, we, we talked about this on a previous episode, but the term life insurance in that it's very cheap. So if I do die, That's true. Yeah. she will get a giant check um, of cash that, and that, that'll yeah. give her breathing room and you can kind of do what you want to do. So we, we wouldn't have to, it's not like emergency, all our money's Bitcoin. We have nothing there. She would, and now they pay them pretty all quickly, right. but it's not same day, you know? Um, All right, I take it back. You're actually a LARPer slash. Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he has that little line I don't the know. life insurance. The little line item underneath the life insurance will be paid out in sets, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody asked which carrier has my, my exactly. life insurance. It is paid for exactly. in sets, and it will be um, the benefit is all in Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, not to switch topics on a on something, you know, a little footnote tangent there, but that I think that's the next massive, massive uh, wave of investors or just pool of money to come in. You start denominating these life insurance policies in SATs or something. Oh my god! Like the payouts, like for the beneficiaries. Like to me, that's that's a bigger game than just the real estate one. We got to first get, you know. Uh, a Bitcoin loan at the same par as a, you know, a, a high quality, you know, mortgage. But um, to me, uh, integrating Bitcoin and life insurance down the road, especially for that scenario, right. You know, you know, heaven forbid um, like that to me, that's a massive, massive untapped market that I don't think anybody has even attempted to poke a stick at yet, let alone look at well, yeah, I, that'll I be wonder. really interesting when that market shapes up. Yeah, because I have no idea what like no a lot of insurance either. markets and lending markets are going to look like under a hard money standard. Well, like, when I, we, I think it's going to be it, one thing I was going to say to that. So I'm in the insurance business. I um, that's why I wanted to ask you about it because you're definitely you know in the in the uh, deep of it. So I'm curious from your perspective how that would even begin to shape up. Well, I think it'll be similar to how – I think. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how it will go, but I think it'll be similar to how it was when we had harder money under a gold standard. And you yeah. can see – like some of these life insurance companies have been around a long time. And when you sell a certain amount, they give you an award, whatever. The award will be sometimes a copy of a um, – policy from you know 1880 and it's like a, a $500 policy and the, the premium's like 50 cents and people are like well could you imagine like people are buying millions of dollars of life insurance today and they're like could you imagine having a life insurance policy for $500 but they used to exist you know yes and um when you have a hard money it obviously those numbers would i mean i say obviously who knows but i think those numbers would certainly come down so you know we don't have that um, fractional reserve and unlimited taps of cash for for these companies so um i think it, there might even be more whole life because that was the policy um you know way back in the day uh it's not i mean it is still sold a lot today but i think incorrectly yeah, sold today term term is a little bit better isn't it uh, it depends on the. People. I mean, to say better, it depends on the situation. If I'm going to be, um, you know, I think for yes. most people, term is best for most people. But there are situations where a whole life does probably make sense. Um, but it, a whole life is the most expensive way to insure yourself. There's also hybrid policies in between, but there's reasons you could do them for tax purposes. But 
like 90% of people, a term life insurance policy. Uh, it's the cheapest, easiest way to insure yourself and uh, you get the most most benefit for your dollars and it's there for when you really need it. I mean, if I die 40 years from now, it's not as important to have the death benefit that I have if I die tomorrow. Like if I die tomorrow and I have five kids who need to grow up and yes, we have a mortgage, we, you know, a lot of bills that I have to pay is very important. But if I'm in my seventies and the kids are all grown up and out of the house and, you know, maybe we're retired or whatever, it's not as important to have that big benefit. So I think term insurance for most people is, is the way to go. Yeah. So, uh, we're, man, we're already over an hour. Oh, yeah, into we this. Are. Um, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That's, that's, that's a good episode. Yeah. I, 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 I want to talk about join market, uh, uh, but I also, I also want to hear a little about what's going on with Eden. Yeah. Uh, just a quick thing. Uh, everybody please go and check out, uh, join market. Uh, it is a great, um, you know, forward looking information preserving tool. Um, they now have their, uh, GUI available on um, Umbral, Raspberry Blitz, Mino, the whole nine yards. You can go and uh, uh, download and use that. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely have to talk in, in detail more on um, you know the benefits of what JoinMarket has over other coin joining um, tools. I know Wasabi just came out. There's a whole raft of stuff going on with uh, with Wasabi's new Wabi Sabi um, stuff going on. We'll see what that shapes up to be but um in the meantime um yeah yeah well yeah we definitely got to talk talk more because this yeah there's a whole there's a whole slew of other well as uh, you're details. talking i just added join market on my raspy blitz so let's go yeah there you so, go and and by the so way I, raspy blitz is the best to use so i'm glad you're using raspy blitz yeah that's what i have i also do the um i bought a just like a desktop computer and have that running headless and that's what i'm running join market on now because the my raspberry blitz would like restart a lot and so when i was like could never really run the join uh the the yield generator for that yeah. one but the how i have it set up now like this computer just just never stops um so I just started because I was doing some work on it this weekend, playing around with stuff, destroying my lightning node and, and resurrecting it. Like I always do. I'm just <laughs> going to change this. Just, uh, just going to make this like change real quick. Not really good. And then just, bah! and then I spend all day trying to get it back and, and, and figure it out. It's fun. Like, fortunately I enjoy it. I think it's fun, but, um, I just, uh, I remembered I, I hadn't, had the yield generator on. So when we like right before we started the podcast uh, recording, I started it up and I've coordinated two coin joins since Look then already just in the Look past hour. Yeah. Wow. Cause I was going to ask, cause I have, I have the, the, um, the terminal up and I was going to, I, I, I want to, we'll have you on again yeah. soon because I, I want to talk about this it and, and it's going to be very self-serving because it might be, totally over most people's heads if they've never used it right. we'll make a whole join market special i got a guide and yeah. everything so yeah absolutely awesome. because i'm like looking at stuff and i've had you know coordinated coin joins before but i'm, I'm watching the uh watching the terminal and it says like irc connection failed it's not going to reconnect failed don't need to reconnect and then like i'm like am i even like on on it like what's going on here and then i see that 
I get a uh, obtain transaction and and this stuff, and so I guess I am. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of just like kind of rambling on. But I've got a lot of questions about like looking at my wallet and seeing like, all right, what's going on with these? The mi- I think I know what's going on with what the mix depth is and what the external addresses versus the internal addresses, and then like, what do I do with the change? the change out and, and all that good stuff. So um, I think because the last time we talked about, I think when you were on before, we talked a little bit about join market, but yes. I had barely touched it. And it was just like a veil of mystery was was all over it. And so I was just kind of hadn't, didn't even know where to start to talk about it. But now I've, I think... Well, I let me see. If, let me see if I can time this right. We're gonna we're gonna bullshit it here, but let's see if we can time it right. Tune in to episode three hundred and two for the okay. joint market. <laughs> for the let's joint do it. market, no, this is perfect. Uh, on the calendar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on the calendar. Go to episode three hundred two, and there'll be a whole joint market special. But for those that don't know what joint market is, it's just another free and open source uh, Bitcoin wallet for uh, you to use. It is a desktop uh, wallet, but the advantage is uh, uh, giving you the ability to coordinate Bitcoin transactions with others, also known as coin joining. And that gives you forward looking privacy if you're maybe sending into your cold storage or you're opening up a lightning channel. You're not doing anything illicit here. Um, you, you Very interesting, kind of going back to the lightning, you know, paying and rebouncing the channels and getting your UTXO back. We were, we were very lightly discussing as well. This is a very controversial statement, as I found out. But you can be tax compliant as a business while also um, uh, not sharing – while also coin joining, okay, and never actually sharing your explicit transaction IDs or anything like that because all the tax authorities really care about knowing is, okay, you received this 0.01 Bitcoin – um, and then you spent 0.01 Bitcoin uh, for labor or something like that. Um, you okay. know, so, so, so there's so there's ways to be tax compliance while private as well, which which is interesting. That's a whole other topic there. But what the beauty of join market versus other coin joining implementations such as Samurai and Wasabi uh, Chain Case as well. I haven't used Chain Case for a while, but the beauty of um, join market, what Raul is talking about is you can actually earn income for helping others coordinate um, uh, spends for more privacy. And it sounds like you've already earned, you know, a little bit of sats just on two, uh, two coin joins just in this conversation alone. So to me, yeah. that's, that's quite high volume. <laughs> I've earned, I've earned 104 sats during this episode bravo clap props to you for that that's that's pretty good um that's that's gonna be yeah i i i hope that this podcast is still gonna be around in like 10 years so that someone can go back and listen to this and be like he earned 104 sats in in this what exactly that's that's a month's pay yeah that's a that's a two-month salary over here (laughs) ridiculous but the nice thing is, even even though you get that really small amount, with the Fidelity bonds, the prices have gone up a little bit because with Fidelity bonds, you can uh, – well, how the nature of it works, you're basically saying, hey, I'm locking up these funds 
you know, so you can tell that they're not going to, um, you know, not going to move or anything from where they're at. Um, I'll just continue to, um, uh, you know, use it in the yield generator and stuff. Uh, So you get a little bit higher price because you're kind of ensuring that um, uh, you'll have less likely of a civil attack, you know, where more more people uh, try to coin join um, within their own transactions to try to identify you. Um, so I've noticed I've had some very, very cheap um, coin joins as well. But on the flip side, even though you're only earning 104 sats in those past two, you got free privacy, right? You know, that UTXO right. broke up. Maybe it went, maybe you put something in the first mixed depth and that went into the second mixed depth. And all that does is basically different XPUBs. So it's one big wallet. You got five basically different XPUBs in a sense. A little more complicated than that, but in a very basic sense. And as you let other people, you basically put up your welcome sign. Or you're, you're open for business to say, "Hey, anybody can, you know, come and use my UTXOs to increase their privacy." And you charge a rate for that. That essentially gets broken into your various mix steps. Once you hit mix steps five, it goes automatically back to number zero. So technically zero through four. Um, and then once you have your um, mix, or once you have your coin join, you'll have a coin join um, out where it'll say, you know, this is, um, uh, what does it normally say? I can't remember. It's It normally says like coin join out, I believe. Yeah. And then the yeah. other one, it says like change out. Yeah. Change is always what is toxic. That is what links you back to your original UTXO of what you just mixed. So it is always best. So there's there's a bunch of tricks and tips on how to use you know your change. Uh, we can talk about it later, but um, definitely put your change. Like don't honestly just leave all your change. Don't even touch it. Um, you know, leave it in those mixed steps. Do not at all combine those UTXOs because the moment that you combine two different change outputs from two separate coin joins, you have just linked those two together and then you've just wasted all of your time for trying to obfuscate uh, your information looking forward. So um, there's there's a lot of power and also some revenue that can be earned, especially in SATs, um, just by running a, a join market wallet. So Slappy, I'll definitely, uh, I'll be looking, looking to see your progress. On, yeah, uh, we'll be messing around with it. Yeah, yeah. Be, being the monkey and slapping the keys and seeing what pops up. They're like, ooh, flashing <laughs> yeah. buttons. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if, if anybody can uh, sit down and take the time to learn join market, um, again, it's just a normal Bitcoin wallet. Uh, very, very powerful tool, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely something that I've, because uh, I know, you, I mean, you've been not pushing me, but like you've been talking about it and, and, and getting me interested in it and being able to play around more and, and actually have one that runs pretty consistently has been, uh, has helped keep me interested in it. And then when you see, when you see you're actually coordinating stuff, it, it, it's pretty cool. Makes you want to do it more. So yeah, episode 302, we'll, uh, we'll do kind of a deep dive and, uh, you know, Max is going to hold my hand and Slappy's hand and we're going to, 
We're going to skip through the fields. Of, uh, <laughs> I was Jordan visualizing Walker. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you might have to hold both my hands because uh, I'm timid. That's all right. That, that's all right. We got, we, we got extra hands to hold, hold all the way down there. Yes. The, the one thing that was challenging with join market for most people, I'll, I'll end it here. It's, it was always either in the command line, which is what uh, you're, you've been comfortable with, Rallo, but it's also been in a very basic um, uh, GUI, almost similar to, well, it's called join market QT, which is essentially a fork of Bitcoin QT way back in the day. Um, and then uh, a couple other interactions and GUIs built. Shout out to Open Noms for building the GUI into uh, Raspberry Blitz, the um, oh man, bl- the join join inbox um, is what it's called. That's what I I use. Um, and then now, of course, uh, from the Bitcoin Design Community uh, with uh, Dear Gigi and uh, a bunch of other people um, as well, we have now a very clean and uh, easy to understand UI for people to use join market. So there's, there's definitely a lot of ways to interact with it uh, than there was a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's, 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 to me, it's always seemed like that, uh, the shadowy super coder thing where it was like not very intuitive and, and, and intimidating, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited excited for episode 302 so uh, did you want to talk a little bit about you know any any news what's going on with eden 3d printing yeah i'll, I'll give you guys a short uh short brief update um we can talk about it in more more detail later if, if anybody wants but um i'm very quiet you guys know i don't really post much i don't really uh, do a lot of tweeting but uh we will be at uh bitcoin 22 um, and we have a final, uh, a final version. Um, it's the, uh, probably when this episode comes out, we'll have it, uh, released. Uh, but it's a, it's a very clean DIY build of our, uh, full Eden, uh, 3D, uh, stack. So for those again that don't know, um, one of our flagship products is, the, our 3D printer. And while we are using a Perusa chassis on the inside, um, it is a fully integrated desktop computer. So you can, you know, slice, design, share online, um, and accept payment, uh, you know, through either through Lightning or uh, just any uh, uh, Bitcoin wallet uh, right on the, just right on the device. Um, it's just something that I wanted. No machine had that. I got very frustrated going back and forth uh, between um, uh, my, my computer and my printer. So I shoved it into one box. Um, and it's, it's very similar. It's basically our own twist on the Ikea lack, um, enclosure, uh, design. So it's, it's, a it's a open source enclosure. The Perusa did a couple years ago. It became very popular. Um, and I've essentially just iterated on that into our own, our, um, uh, own, uh, version with a full desktop computer. So uh, we get to build, uh, build from there. And uh, you should see, should see a couple, a uh, couple machines rolling at Bitcoin 22 in the coming weeks. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, uh, that's how I found you. Was it uh, one of the Bitcoin conferences you had, uh, you had it, you had it uh, out there printing something out and we just started talking and, you know, I had a long conversation actually that first time. I had a real and uh, yeah, you came. And, you came to uh, I think it was Guns and Bitcoin actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was like in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a good time. They're going to be in Miami as well. Uh, it'd be that Saturday, April. This is probably going to come out right, right at that day. So I think it's Saturday, April 10th, if I'm not mistaken, in Miami. So if anybody's in uh, Miami for Bitcoin 22, check out Guns and Bitcoin as well. That's always a, a very strong libertarian uh, uh, focused um, uh, conference as well. Uh, talk about yeah. guns, Bitcoin, and um uh, some others. One other, w- one other, real quick. I, I want to mention too. Um, we added a, an additional product, um, and I, I've been having a lot of fun with this. Actually, <laughs> frankly, it was it was like a distraction uh, through procrastination, but um, it turned out to be a very fun and popular product. So uh, we we launched uh, one of our uh, new wireless products called uh, the uh, NFC chips. So. It's essentially just a little NFC tag uh, that you can put pretty much anywhere, put on your phone, put on your washing machine, put in your car. Uh, and it's very, very simple to program. It's waterproof. It's wireless. There's no battery that's needed. And you can automatically set these up and program them uh, to do literally anything. Um, as Cold Card, uh, their Mark IV is coming out with NFC support, uh, Coin Corner Danny. Over in uh, the UK, uh, did some demos and testing with a uh, NFC tag, and same thing with Ben Ark over at uh, LN Bits and some other open source projects. He was playing around um, with those. So if you if you check out, uh, I, I don't know what the site is. Oh, it's one of our it's one of our sites. I don't remember what the name, but check out. I think it's Eden 3D Printer NFC chips or something. Um, you can see a couple of designs, designs that we have, but amazingly, I'm baffled of, that most people don't know this. They're very cheap. They're very simple to program um, just with your regular phone. Um, anybody can do it within, you know, maybe a minute or, or maybe two minutes with the right app. Um, so I've set these up at our local meetups. I run about, well, I, I run many meetups in our, in our tri-state area. And I've set these up where we buy barbecue for the, for the uh, Bitcoin event. And I just place a little NFC, you know, one of our chips on the table and people just walk up there and they just tap it with their Zeus app. Um, and they just pay with a lightning donation. So I have a LN, I just have a static LN bits, um, address on this NFC chip. People go up and tap it. Maybe it's, you know, 10,000 sats. Boom. Uh, instantly pay, um, you know, completely wireless, completely, um, um, you know, uh, it's not even private so much, but you do have to engage with it. I don't want a QR code, you know, kind of up there. It looks ugly. It's, you know, it's displayed and stuff like that, but a nice little, you know, chipper token uh, to go and tap. And then, and uh, you program it to a website, program it for GPS directions, program it for a lightning address, um, uh, so on and so forth. That we are we are just at the very beginning cusps of what Bitcoin can do with um, NFC tech. Now it definitely is uh, more more public, right? You know, this is why you don't want you know an uh, uh, NFC sitting in your wallet with um, or a, on your uh, device with you know ten million sets in there or something like that. It's you know it could be. Um, uh, grab the data from the uh, NFC chip, but um, 
for smalling spending amounts or for, you know, kind of pointers in a different ID as a QR code, NFC is going to have a very large impact uh, with just general, more friendly Bitcoin tech. So I'm really excited to be participating in that. Yeah, that's pretty neat that uh, I'll have to check that out. Um, so speaking of sending people places, uh, where can we, uh, where can people find you? Check me out on Twitter. I think it's Maxwell Sikorsky. If you go my at sign, go to Eden3dprinter.com. Stay up to, stay up to date on uh, things that were coming out. We got a new studio uh, as well for any design requests. Uh, myself, Rick at Crypto Cloaks, Mopar Mining in Florida, uh, we're all getting swamped with uh, requests. So um, if anybody needs something printed or you would like to uh, get into printing, uh, check out the website. And hit me up on Twitter for sure. And go to please go to libertymugs.com. Um, and when I do get it up, uh, if you go to Eden 3D Printer, you buy some chips, uh, we'll give you 20% off or 21% off if you use the code 21Tractors. So um, nice. that'll, be in the, that'll be in the spirit for uh, uh, you guys' show. So Awesome. Well, that'll, that'll all be on the show notes page, mcflugel.com slash 296. Uh, as well as get on zero fiat.com slash 15. So uh, I'm still behind on getting things posted to, to that website. But uh, <laughs> are you self hosting the website yet? That is the question. No, I'm not self hosting. Um, yeah, I know, I know. That's the next yes. one. <laughs> get Don't on worry, zero I'm a, blue host. Yeah, I'm get a, on I'm, zero. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. No, get on zero Bluehost uh, will be the next uh, iteration. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. I, I, yeah. I, there's only, I only have a small little site that's self-hosted. I don't use it as much, but there's always a, there's always a process. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can always improve, improve your uh, security and everything and, uh, and your resistance to getting choked off. But uh, all right. Um, well, Max, thanks so much for coming on. This was a, this was a, this was another fun one and I appreciate you talking about your strategies and, uh, and, and exploring new ideas with it. So, um, we'll see you back on in a few weeks to talk about join market. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm glad I can give my, uh, my two sats here and there and get your guys's uh, thoughts on, uh, what has worked best for you. So I'm glad to be back for, for the next episode. Uh, what did I say? 302? 302. Yep. Put that in the calendar. Yes. <laughs> it's go. about a, uh, a little more than a month away. That's perfect. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm glad glad to be here. All righty. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. Peace.